Oh, hi. You know we do this when we can. My podcasts are regular, like you don't eat a lot of bran. It's pot o'clock, yeah, uh, in case you wondered. Number 25, that's a quarter of a hundred. Having fun, kid, my favorite thing to do. Glad to have another new podcast to bring to you. Whether you're listening to this in 2017 or the far future, it'll be fresh and clean. Yes, indeed. Now that's a burger guarantee. Like this enables you to be anywhere with me. Technology, like uh, robots and toasters. My only rule in life is use coasters on my tables. I get that from my mom. Because if you ruin my table, I'd say you were dumb. <laughs> but you can still be my friend. Thanks for Coming back again for another weekend at Bergie's. Weekend at Bergie's, episode 25. I am SJ, the word burglar. My friends call me Bergie, just like you can. Hi. 25. Vincent. All right. Are you here? Are you listening? Are you listening with your ears? Because that's... That's how I listen. I've got new headphones on. This Every time I do this podcast, I have new headphones because I go through so many. They get twisted up in my knapsack. It, they get thrown. I'm in and out. I'm pulling them. I'm plugging them into different machines and devices and phones and you name it. I'm, I've, I'm always listening to things, usually in places where I don't blast my music because I'm not inconsiderate riding the bus blasting my music. Still don't get that, kids. That's just inconsiderate. Not getting sidetracked this soon. I'm telling you, I got new headphones on, and I'm adjusting to them. They're metal. They're kind of hurting my ears, but not like they're hurting my the sound of my ears. They're hurting like the outer part of my ears. They're just sort of not designed to properly uh, comfort the my ear cartilage. Does, does that make sense? But yes, listen with your ears like you eat with your eyes or sleep with your eyes. I don't know how you sleep. That's, I sleep with my eyes. <laughs> I'm going to tell you something. We're going to share here. It's the 25th episode. We're going to, we're going to pull back some layers and I'm going to share an intimate secret about myself with you. I, I make my bed every day. There, I, I feel like I've really shared something strange that I've never really talked about out loud. I make my bed every day. If I come home and my bed is not made, it it just throws me off. I got to actually even even if I come home like a half hour before I'm going to go to bed, I'll I'll still make my bed because I like it to I sleep with my eyes. I see it. It looks nice when it's made and then I get in it and I have a great sleep. Okay? Does I don't know what that says about me. But now you know, <laughs> I make my bed and sleep with my eyes. It's episode 25. For comic book fans, you probably know that 25 in comics is, it can be a bit of a momentous issue. 50 and 100 is usually bigger. So I think we'll save some cool, really, really big things for 50 and 100 when we get there eventually, hopefully faster than we think. So 25, it has taken us a little bit of time on this journey. I'm thinking back to when I first started this podcast, and I really wasn't sure what I was doing with it, and it's still we're still evolving and having fun, and for me, it's just been a great experience, and I do love doing it and want to make it happen more, and when I sit down and, and record it, I want to make sure I give you something worth listening to, so... Thanks for tuning in, and we're gonna, we've, I've already got some interviews lined up for upcoming episodes. Lots of great guests coming up, lots of, of cool subjects we're going to be digging into in the coming months. As always, if you have any ideas or questions or suggestions, send them our way, weekendatbergies at gmail.com or wordberg at gmail.com because that seems easier for people to remember. Speaking of emails, that's what we're going to do. I've got some great emails from you listeners out there in the world of your ears, and I'm uh, I'm going to do my best to answer some questions. We're going to play a couple jams, going to fill you in on a couple little updates of what's been cooking, and hopefully we'll just have some fun. It's just going to be a tight little little 25, tight little 25. Let's uh, let's just do it. I'm gonna pop it on a quick jam now, and we'll be right back at you. Word.
It's that jet black flow from the southwest to Illa and Ia and the second nature I defend them rebel routine. I scheme and block. Ain't no use in stepping if we don't step hard. Let them movements be made. There's goals to be getting. No second for no love in the fetting. Why there's all these ugly bands on my TV screen? I wrap my head with fur. Why? So I don't catch them beans. The sound of a downer. Don't fade for step solo. We far flung frontier. Captain Kirk, the sun, checker. Full time I climb. My chip deep and taut as I so see the fort. The fruits of the roots. A vision of splendid, splendidness. Now I be proud to be spitting in the face of the beast. Each and every move I make, every shite I break. You might watch me, but I watch you too. Ain't nothing you can do to stop me. Who want this? What that? What's this? In times we act. How we juggle things. Pop off, man. Don't fool yourself. Love that track. Roots Maneuver, Juggle Things Proper from one of my favorite rap albums of all time. Brand new second hand. Enjoy it. I'm enjoying a lot. Have you? Are you enjoying things right now? Are you anticipating enjoyment of things? I can't tell you how much I am anticipating movies right now. Uh, this year alone, I know we're it's it's eight, end of April now as I'm recording this. And so far, 2017 has it's been off to a crazy start, and it's just about to get nuts. All right, because. I'm kind of tripping. It's like if someone came to me and said, if you could pick a year's worth of new movies all based on things that you love in one year, what might those movies be? <laughs> like, you know, they're like, well, let's start with the uh, superheroes, right? You love superheroes, right? Yeah, yeah, of course I love superheroes. Well, who's your favorite Marvel superhero of all time? Uh, Spider-Man? Great, we'll give you a new Spider-Man movie. Awesome, okay. Yeah, we'll set in the Marvel Cinematic Universe just because, you know, the best Marvel movies are in that universe. Yeah, okay, that sounds great. Well, speaking of uh, Marvel Cinematic Universe, do you like the Guardians of the Galaxy? Well, yeah, of course I do. The first movie was really good. Awesome. Here's a sequel. Bam. Just like that. New Guardians of the Galaxy movie. All right. Oh, you like Thor? Well, I don't, you know, the first two Thor movies were kind of shaky. I'd like to see a little shake up. We'll shake it up. We'll throw the Hulk in there. Would you like that? And how about we uh, we base it on your favorite Hulk comic, Planet Hulk? How about that? Would you enjoy a Thor movie where he teams up with Hulk inspired by Planet Hulk? What the? Yeah. Yes, of course. <laughs> okay. I'd watch that. What about DC? Well, uh, you know, they haven't really had the best track record but we know we know but how about a wonder woman movie that may be good would you would you be into that yes yes i'd enjoy that okay you see where i'm going because this is crazy right but doesn't stop there because wait you, you you know you like other dc stuff right yeah well i read you know all the justice league stuff great we'll give you a justice league movie well it's probably going to be terrible but still <laughs> okay so for, uh, right now i'm thinking this is nuts okay we've got all these these crazy comic book movies coming out all this year and and yeah, that Justice League looks like a mess, but you know, I can't really complain because that sounds like uh, you know, so far great movies. Also, there was Batman Lego, there was Logan, which I didn't. I, some people kind of hated Logan. I I enjoyed it. I, as far as Wolverine movies go, I would definitely say it's the best. Yes, yes, we know. Sorry to interrupt you, but we're not done telling you about awesome movies you should be anticipating. What? <laughs> Okay, what other movies could I possibly be anticipating this year? Because I'm so extremely excited. Well, hey, remember that new Planet of the Apes reboot? Uh, the first two movies, you enjoyed those, right? Yeah, I totally enjoyed those. What about, uh, how about a third one? War for the Planet of the Apes. Wait, Warf from Star Trek or the Planet of the Apes? No, no, War, Warf, War for the Planet of the Apes. Not, not Warf or the Planet of the Apes? No, War for the Planet of the Apes. All right, it's hard to pronounce for me because I think Star Trek guy, Warf, but I would definitely see the reboot. The first two were really good Planet of the Apes movies. I, I enjoy those apes. That's, this is a crazy year for movies. Already I'm going to go see like five or six movies I have to go to. But we're not going to stop there. What's one of your favorite sci-fi franchises of all time? Like, would you probably put in your, like, top three movies ever? Well, the Aliens, of course. Great. New Alien movie directed by the original director Ridley Scott. What? How is that? Yeah, yeah, well, you're going to get that. You're, it's coming soon. What? Are you serious? Oh, and we're not done. What's uh, what's one of your other favorite sci-fi movies of all time that you never thought you'd see a sequel for? Uh, I don't know. Like Blade Runner? Yes, a new Blade Runner movie. Okay, now you're getting crazy. This year, how? 
did you make this whole year based on movies I like? I mean, my other guess would have been The Fifth Element, but they, you know that. Well, how about a new sci-fi movie from the director of The Fifth Element based on an awesome French comic book series called Valerian? Yeah, radical. I would totally see that. Well, no, that that's not all. Okay, did I hear you love Castlevania video games? Yeah, I'm. I actually do love Castlevania video games. Well, great. How about we give you a Castlevania Netflix animated movie series? <laughs> okay, well, hang on. How how am I gonna have time to do anything other than watch movies this year? Just just stop, okay? Because that's that's you're telling me a lot of movies that I want to anticipate. Really, you want me to stop? I mean, I could give you something that could be crazier. Okay, what what could be crazy? The only thing crazier I could think of is there's two things. Like if you gave us an amazing GI Joe movie set in the 1980s, which is well, you know, yeah, that's never going to happen. What's the other movie that could make your year any crazier for you? Well, okay, my all-time favorite movie franchise ever is obviously the, well, Star Wars. Yeah, that's the one. How about a brand new Star Wars film to finish off 2017? Does that sound like a good year for movies for you, SJ? <laughs> yes. Yes, it does. So I'm anticipating, those are just movies that I'm like actually aware of and super excited about and anticipating and know that I have to see all of those in theaters like this. It's like you just laid out a year of movies that me and uh, people I'm sure like maybe many of you would also be super excited about. Plus, I've heard of other I know there's going to be other movies that are actually going to be amazing that I don't even know about. There's a Christopher Nolan movie coming out that I hear is going to be great. There's there's tons of stuff. But what I mean, what there's a lot of exciting things. If you're into cool movies there, we got movies, right? I just love anticipating things. <laughs> that was originally going to be my my rap name, The Anticipator. But Word Burglar just made way more sense. <laughs> speaking of Word Burglar, speaking from Word Burglar, I've got a lot of shows coming up. And I would love to see you there if you are in these places. Are you in Toronto, Edmonton, Nova Scotia, Seattle? In the coming months, because I'm going to be in these places. I'll run through them real quick. Edmonton, Friday, May 5th, I'm going to be at Arcadia Bar at 10988 124th Street Northwest. You have a lot of numbers in your addresses, Edmonton, but I love you. Can't wait to be back there. Hope to, I know that show, tickets are almost sold out actually. So yeah, look up Arcadia Bar in Edmonton and grab tickets. Uh, Saturday, May 6th, as well in Edmonton, I'm going to be at Macbeth Comics, which is free comic book day. I'm going to be in store during the day with copies of the new comic book and uh, CDs. And then that night, I'm going to be performing in the store for a special event. So Macbeth Comics at 10715 124th Street, Northwest Edmonton. That's on Saturday, May 6th. Hope to see you out there, Alberta. It'll be good to be back. Toronto, I'll be uh, playing at Baby G on Monday, May 8th. A rare Monday night show, T.O. So come to Baby G on Monday, May 8th at 1608 Dundas Street West. Then Nova Scotia, I'm going to be in Annapolis Valley for the Apples and Cider 2 Festival on Saturday, May 27th. That's in Kings, Nova Scotia. Really looking forward to that event. Then Toronto, we're back at Handlebar on June 2nd, which is at 159 Augusta Avenue, Handlebar. You know it. T.O., you got to come through. Then Seattle. I'm going to be in Seattle on June 9th, which is a Friday. Venue is to be announced, so stay tuned. It will be posted on wordburglar.com. And if you're with us on Facebook or Twitter or Instagram, then uh, I'll definitely post the date there. And then looking forward a little further into the summer, Friday, August 11th at Gus's Pub, I'm announcing here we are going to be having the decaf kickoff party, which is going to be an amazing night of nerdy and geekier-themed music to kick off the Dartmouth Comic Arts Festival, which is always an amazing time that weekend. And decaf is going on Sunday, August 13th. And Gus's Pub, Friday, August 11th, plan now to be in Halifax for that show. And I'm going to be releasing a new 7-inch record that same weekend. 
for Narc High Score featuring brand new artwork by Mike Holmes. That looks amazing. I can't wait to to share it with you. So that's exciting. A new 7-inch vinyl coming out from the good folks at Black Buffalo Records who put out the Channel Halifax 7-inch just a few months ago. So I'm very excited. A new, Another new vinyl release. And on the B side of NARC is going to be Yoboseo, keeping in that in line with that nice little chiptune 8-bit vibe. So I think you're going to really enjoy that package when it comes together. So hopefully you can be there because that uh, that's going to be a great night. A lot of exciting shows. So that's I'm kind of getting busy already. And then there's going to be a few more shows to be announced as well. I'm going to play another jam. And then we're going to get into the mailbag. Come reap the benefits that I've sown. Pick a vine of any kind. I have nothing to condone. I can duck this microphone year-round. To plow the fertile soil for ideas to sprout before they spoil. Look out for the snake that coil and try to poison the little we have. Be little to math across that nation. Scarab is the father of germination in its underground hip-hop plantation. I'm planting a few seeds of thought into your eardrums. Your ears might go numb at first, but that feeling is soon to fade. Like shades of day into night. It's all right. No need to feel nervous. You probably never heard a surreal appeal at such high decibels. I guess it pulls your mind into bloom. To say it short, this is free food for thought. So consume. Who really is what they claim to be is what I'm asking. Adapting fiction or rapping doesn't make you deep. Sunken Titanic and the H2 oceans boasting what a water base will only get you so far before evaporation. Yeah, I do it too. A part of it at the same time, a part allowing me to be in two places at one time. See, a part of it, my heart loves it, but I'm not hip nor hop along with the mainstream. Scarabas underground water tables, the last reservoir when A&R is thirsty when to drink my currency, leaving me with mono looking like Mono Lake. I'd rather take a hike and climb to the top of prosperity on my own. Travel around the world with rhymes that fold space in between the ears like drawbridges bridging the gap between originality and rap Cause I can no longer take this crap of seeing another row at another show Or another hoe in the front row Lap dancing on John Doe as he drinks his fo Bragging about how much dough he makes all over the radio and video and stereo It's scary all the things people say and do for a little bit of money and fame And y'all better take heed because time is ticking Come reap the benefits that I've sown Pick a vine of any kind I have nothing to condone I can duck this microphone Year round, to plow the fertile soil for ideas to sprout before they spoil. Look out for the snakes that coil and try to poison the little we have. Be little to math to cause stagnation. Scarab is a father of germination in this underground hip hop plantation. I'm planting a few seeds of thought into your eardrums. Your ears might go numb at first, but that feeling is soon to fade. Like shades of day into night. It's alright, no need to feel nervous. You probably never heard a surreal appeal at such high decibels. I guess I pull your mind into bloom. To say it short, this is free food for thought, so consume. Now if you now look over to your left, left you see those plants? Yeah, that's, yeah, that's, that's squash. squash. Not very recommended. See, they're kind of soft when they, when they bust and everything. You know what I'm saying? Irrigation by Scarab from A Fact of the Matter. Another of digging, digging deep into some older records. Look up Scarab. Dope stuff. All right, it's time to dig into the mailbag. Thank you to everybody for writing in and listening to the podcast. Really appreciate you checking it out and supporting the music, coming out to shows, everything. I, it's It's just... It's awesome. It's always it's always great to hear from you and going to try and answer some of these questions as best I can. Uh, first up, I got an amazing thing in the mail, just a gift from AJ Jarvis who made this sign. It's it's amazing. It says never give up and he stitched it into this sign and he's got a Bill Mozienko hockey card attached to it so i've got to find a great place to hang this up aj that was really really cool so i appreciate that thanks for thanks for sending that over and taking the time to do that bill mozienko i'm watching nhl playoffs right now and hoping that the leafs can channel some bill mozienko action get get some extra goals in it's it's exciting right now if you're if you're into hockey Definitely here in Toronto, it's it's sports mania. We've got the Raptors and the Leafs in the middle of the playoffs, and the Jays are not looking so great right now. But I'm not going to rant. Not going to go on about the Jays at the moment. Keeping keeping hopes high. Still early. They can turn things around, but I think they got to do some serious work in, in the clubhouse. Okay, I won't rant about the the Jays. But AJ, I will rant about because you're awesome. So thanks, dude. And 
Uh, this is really it's a really touching thing. It's really cool to get that. As you know, if you've heard the song Bill Mozienko, my dad always used to tell me about Bill Mozienko, and I, I think about that crazy record all the time. And there's always still hope. You never know what's going to happen in life and in sports and in everything. Like these letters, what is, what is going to happen here? I'm going to get into this first one. Dear Bergie, Long-time listener, first-time caller, except the time I was on your podcast talking about Action Force versus G.I. Joe. I know who this is. I digress. I'm writing to ask some advice about attending the Toronto Comic Con. I've never been to a convention before, so if I can only go for one of the three days, which day should I go? What should I wear? What do you do at a convention apart from spend loads of money on comics and toys and peep at all of the cool costumes people are wearing. Any convention tips, etc. Help me, Obi Word Bergie. That's awesome. You're my only hope. Cheers. Pete Mori, aka the Ginger Sting. Pete Mori, love that guy. If you haven't listened to that episode, oh, that was that was great. I, I definitely gotta get Pete back in here in the future. Pete, okay, tips for Comic Con. I like to go to panels. There's always some interesting uh, panels going on, so I, I always enjoy doing that. It is fun to walk around and peep all the cool stuff, all the cool costumes. Uh, I always visit Artist Alley if I'm not set up in an Artist Alley, or if I am, it's, it's, I always like to go and see the local artists and people doing it on, on the grassroots level. So definitely support the, the Artist Alley. is really a major selling point to me as an artist and as a fan to go and and meet new creators and and people just trying to get their stuff going and they they definitely can use your cash more than the big guns i mean it it is great we all want to get those bigger graphic novels but i always suggest that people go to artist alley and and take a chance on a new indie artist and whether it's uh the painting and art comics everything just uh it's always good to support those people because they they're your three to five to ten bucks can go a lot further in artist alley i think than it can elsewhere and i mean i've had the chance of meeting a lot of people in artist alley over the years who have since gone on to work at uh, marvel dc and all these places so you never know so that's that's a, a really cool aspect of cons that i think you would enjoy so I know you sent this a little while ago. I, I don't know if we missed. There was Toronto Comic Con was in March. But of course you got Fan Expo coming up in August, which I'll be at as well. So make sure you come to that and say hi. And yeah, I hope that answered your question, Pete. Thanks for thanks for writing in, you wild ginger sting. <laughs> that sounds like the Crimson Guard uh, sting vehicle. The ginger sting. Nice. Okay, next. Here we go. Hi, Berg. Question for your next podcast. Have you ever played any of the G.I. Joe video games like the one for the arcade, NES, Atari, or PS3, G.I. Joe Rise of Cobra for either the PS3, Xbox 360, or Wii has classic characters from the cartoon show, not just the movie, Oh, and has the original theme song from the cartoon show played throughout the game? Tony M, a.k.a. Mumra. Tony, what's up, dude? Uh, I have not played the Rise of Cobra game for either PS3, Xbox 360, or Wii because I actually don't own any of those systems. I have played the arcade NES and Atari G.I. Joe games, and I'm actually a big fan of those NES G.I. Joe games. Sean Hatton and I were recently talking about maybe doing some video game type podcast something or other, so maybe Sean and I could could geek out about some G.I. Joe NES, because that was a really... I, I haven't played those games in a long time. I'm going to dig them up. I'm actually really interested to check out that Rise of Cobra game, because if they do have classic characters, that could be cool. Now, Rise of Cobra, of course, left such a bad taste in my mouth as a film. I... I hesitate to revisit it. <laughs> Although some, there were a couple of cool action figures that came out of that movie, but wasn't too hot on that. The arcade game. Now there's a, that's a fresh GI Joe game. That was by Konami. It was a four player game where you're just running. You're running forward, and they incorporated a lot of characters from that era of GI Joe, which was early '90s. That and these characters, a lot of them never made it 
into the cartoon and you didn't really know too much about their story. It was a strange era of Joe where the DIC cartoon was on, there were new figures coming out, but then the Deke cartoon stopped and figures were trickling into weird places and it was hard to find and not know what was going on. I know you've heard me say it a million times, but not no internet. I didn't know what figures were out or where you could find them. It was just sort of showing up. I'd walk into like a Canadian tire or a drugstore and see some random figures there that I had no idea had even come out or were going to come out. And then they only had like two or three on the rack. And you look at the back of the card, and you're like, wait, wait a second. There's a new, there's like a blue snake eyes. Who's this, who's this guy with the visor on his face? And there's a space Cobra commander. What is going on? Yeah, it was a it was a strange time those last couple years of the original Joe run, and you see, you just say GI Joe, and I just start ranting. But I'm I'm gonna hunt that down, and maybe there's some way I can I can play it on someone's PS3 or 360 or Wii. But the arcade game is really really good. I I would say I don't know what I'd say is the best Joe game I've played. Probably the NES games. Maybe Atlantis Factor was pretty good. That was the second one. Maybe the first maybe the first G.I. Joe on NES is probably my favorite G.I. Joe game. And I yes, I also played that Atari game a bajillion years ago, and I remember thinking it sucked. So there we go. Thanks for writing, Tony. Uh, okay, next question. WB, Burglaritis is 10 years old, so that qualifies it for a vinyl edition. If you agree, you should do that. <laughs> okay. Third Burglar 2, I know CDs are easier, but I prefer to play records. How about it, Bergy? P.S. is So It Flows is tight, but when is the next album coming? Mark B. Yo, Mark, thank you. Uh, okay, I agree that I would love to have Burglaritis on vinyl. That would be amazing. Of course, vinyl is super expensive to produce, especially doing... Burglaritis has so many tracks on it. It would probably have to be two double... It would have to be two records. And just right now, it's just so expensive to to manufacture something like that, of which we would probably only do in I like a maximum of a thousand copies. So I don't know that it would be... It would be so expensive to do. And I don't know that resources are there. Yeah, it would be great. Uh, maybe if some magical vinyl company comes and says they want to do it, maybe we could make something like that happen. However, with the 7 inches we've been releasing, we've got the NARC 7 inch coming out soon. The 12 inch uh, that I want to put out, actually, and I've been talking with some people about hopefully getting this together, I'd like to put out a 12 inch with. Uh, a selection of tracks from Third Burglar, Burglaritis, Replicable Skills, and Welcome to Cobra Island, and maybe pick one or two tracks from each of those albums and put them on vinyl. So if this is something that you might be interested, if anyone else is interested, let me know. If you'd be down to get sort of a, a compilation of of tracks from all those albums on one nice piece of vinyl, which I think would be cool. Like we could put like Rhyme O'Clock on there, Rap Viper, do Croc Monsieur, your friend's brother. I'm just thinking out loud, like a few tracks that I would like to see. We could probably fit about eight tracks on it. Uh, let me know. Maybe, uh, maybe we can get those wheels in motion. Cause I would, I, I, I love vinyl too. So I'm with you on that. I like CDs. They're easier too for artists uh, like myself and people. To, if when we're on tour, it's easier to throw 50 CDs in uh, a carry-on bag than a bunch of huge vinyl because vinyl's so heavy and cumbersome and it, it's tough to travel with. So that's why the seven inches are nice because they're a good size, they're easy to travel with, and people seem to be digging them. But thanks. Thanks for writing, Mark. Appreciate that. Oh, and so it flows. Yeah, that was the single that's on the new Basements of Batman Volume 3. If you guys didn't get it, that was uh, produced by Beat Mason and... That was actually originally planned for Replicable Skills, and then we didn't put it on the album, so that's how that trickled out onto that new Basements of Batman compilation, which came out in October. And as far as a new album, yeah, there's a new album coming. I'll talk about it uh, when uh, when I have some stuff to talk about, but don't... 
don't worry. We've definitely working hard behind the scenes here, and I can't wait to talk about it. All right, next. Hey, Bergie. Hopefully this wasn't too late for the mailbag episode. No, it was not, because we are very late. <laughs> Just got into Spotify here in Canada. Any reason that Burglaritis isn't on there? Question mark. Grandpa Funny Books mixtapes? Question mark. I've got to look into that. I think Burglaritis will be on there soon. I know there's some different distribution chains that we've been using for the other albums, so I'm going to have to talk to them and see what's up. But I think it should be uh, it should be on Spotify, hopefully, soon. Grant, the Grandpa Funny Book mixtapes, they're more exclusives, and since those mixtapes feature so many different artists, then it's not really something that uh, can be licensed through to Spotify or any of those things. So that mixtape, uh, those were just free mixtapes. They're just fun out there. So you can just go download them for free from Han Solo Records. And then you can play them on your own playlist. So no need to go to Spotify. Uh, speaking of the mixtapes, any new ones coming in the future? An amazing sampling of hip-hop artists I would have never even heard of. I'm glad you like them. Yeah, we haven't done a new Grandpa Funny Book mixtape in a couple years there was talk of doing uh, more, and maybe they can. Uh, it's Again, just like with everything, there's only so much time and resources we have, and everybody's, everybody's working on different projects, and I've got uh, tons of new music I'm working on, and the comics, and this podcast, whenever we can get it out. So it's hard to, to get it all flowing together. I mean, if there's more time and we have a window where we can make it happen, I know for those other ones, I would sit with like Peter Project and I just sat down and we were going through all the tracks and and mixing and having late nights and doing stuff. So maybe if we can find that time to get together and, and make more, I'd love to do that. These are really long answers. I hope they, they're okay and I'm not boring you people. Uh, although I've seen a few... The, of your pictures on Instagram, any chances of seeing your Joe collection as a fellow action figure collector? I'm always up for checking out the collections of others. Yeah, a lot of my collection is scattered right now in different shelves and boxes and stuff. I, I have this dream where one day I can get a nice space where I can just set everything up. Because I do have an aircraft carrier that I picked up for 50 bucks years ago. When I worked at Strange Adventures, a guy just brought in a box and, and sold it to me for 50 bucks. It was pretty much my greatest score of all time. But I would love to set that up, set up a bunch of figures, do a whole thing. And it's just a matter of space right now, the apartment I'm in. We don't have, you know, I've got so many, so many comics and CDs kicking around and records that finding setting up a big G.I. Joe display uh, at the moment I can't do but I'm gonna I'm gonna give me a good reason to uh, to dig out some stuff and start taking some pics because I I love setting up my action figures in cool action poses <laughs> and can you rank the Joe shows you've seen a lot of G.I. Joe questions from era which is A-R-A-H a real American hero for those who don't know Sigma 6 Renegades and Resolute Okay, well, A Real American Hero, definitely number one, because that's the original. That was my favorite. Uh, Renegades and Resolute. Renegades, I really, really like, and that was a series, so I would pick Ren Renegades as number two. Resolute was just a one-off movie, which is also incredible. Number three. Sigma Six was... Oh, Sigma Six, I remember it being a terrible show, but I didn't give it enough time so it's hard to judge the other one is gi joe extreme which was also not that great but i kind of remember thinking it had an interesting style and then of course there is sergeant savage which was just a one-off pilot that i think evolved into gi joe extreme so i would put gi joe extreme slash sergeant savage as number four and then sigma six last because it was not good to me i'm sure there's someone out there who could argue that with me let me know i'd like to know if it's good or if if, if you've seen the sigma six gi joe cartoon because i'm 
really like not about to go binge watch that entire series but if anyone can recommend like one single episode from sigma six that if you really think that's a good show that i have to watch i i would actually be very interested to know and i will watch that sigma six animated fan if you are listening (laughs) let me know that would be uh be could be an, an eye opener Okay, another question. You get to pitch a new G. These are all from these are all from Clayton, my man Clayton, who hooked me up with the awesome uh, Star Brigade alien action figure. So Clayton, thanks for writing. Um, trying to get to all these questions. You get to pitch a new G.I. Joe animated show. What's your premise and which characters are you including in your cast? Huh. I had an idea that I actually wrote up as a comic book pitch. And all I can say is it's a sequel to the G.I. Joe two-parter Worlds Without End. And I don't want to spoil too much because who knows, maybe I could uh, maybe it could still be done. But I wrote it up as a comic book pitch, and if I could get it in the right hands of the right people, I think it would make a really cool 12-issue series at IDW. I would definitely... Uh, I would definitely love to to make that happen, but I, I don't want to spoil it here. All I can say is that it was a sequel to Worlds Without End, which if you know the original G.I. Joe two-part series, which is an amazing, that's a testament to how great the writing could be at its best, at its peak on that original G.I. Joe cartoon. But I, I hope I, I answered at least a bit of your question there. And also from your Facebook post, I'd totally be into a Rap Viper figure. Yes, I'm hoping we can do that too. To make it happen, I think it's going to have to be a crowdfunded operation. For those of you who don't know, yeah, we're trying to make a Rap Viper action figure. And maybe do it, uh, it'd have to be on Kickstarter or Indiegogo. So I'm, I'm going to keep looking into that. Uh, if you were into that idea, let me know. If you have any suggestions or what you'd like to see, I would love to make it be a compatible figure with the classic 1980s style of other modern action figures that we've been talking about. So maybe, maybe that can happen. We can make it, we can make it real. Hope to catch you again if you're out west in the Calgary-Edmonton area. Clayton. Yes, Clayton. I'm definitely going to be in the Calgary-Edmonton area. So that's coming up. So we will see you there, I hope. Okay, next one. Bergie, your fans are dying for a little podcast action. Where are you at? I'm here. Uh, we're doing it. Also, here's a fun idea for a podcast episode. Take an awesome comic, preferably one that works as a standalone issue, and read it aloud. As in, read and describe the action. Take us through the comic experience through the burglar's lens. Keep well. Good luck with the Narcai score video, Albert P. Okay to use on podcast. <laughs> nice touch, Albert. I like that. Thanks, Albert. Um, yes, uh, that is a brilliant idea. So brilliant that I called up our good pal, Grandpa Funnybook, to come over because, as some of you may know, Grandpa Funnybook has a new backup story in the latest issue of The Last Paper Route, issue two, which I'm sure you've all picked up since last this draw. I haven't even mentioned that. I don't know if some of you may not be aware. The Last Paper Route, issue two, it did come out in between last episode and this episode, and you can get it at Strange Adventures in the Maritimes or Silver Snail in Toronto, or directly from me, just email me, wordberg at gmail.com. Or for all of you who read your comics digitally, go to comicsology.com and it's on there. But I digress. Grandpa Funny Book has a great backup story, if I do say so myself, in the latest issue. And Albert, he is going to be our inaugural uh, reader of a comic book starring himself. I figured that was a great way to start things off. And as luck would have it, he was available this weekend. So, uh, well, hey. Hello. Bergy? Oh, he's here now. So, uh, well, let's let's just jump right into it. Here's Grandpa Funny Book. Thank you very much. Uh, this is no. such a no, pleasure Grandpa, to be you're, here. You're always you're the pleasure. To it, be oh here. well, you, you it's are. truly no. a triumphant oh. time to just <laughs> be hanging around. 
That's what that's what I like. Well, so we we're, we're happy the, to have you. Yeah. This is the thing. Are you going to talk about your comic? This is here. Yes, the comic here. This is it. Sounds like words. Yes, your new Grandpa comic. funny book. That's me on sound noises. Okay, now what's happening okay, here? Okay, now here's you see you got a great picture of me yeah. okay. and I'm all triumphant yeah. and I'm saying Greetings, committed enthusiasts and faithful members of Churl. Asterix, committed enthusiasts of reputable literacy. Yeah, this is page As one. As you can yeah. tell from the words above my head, I'm Grandpa Funnybook, a.k.a. the creator of all your favorite special characters, like... Manator, the half-man, half-minotaur janitor who cleans mazes amazingly. And Flag Person, the diplomatic defender of autonomy with a passion for oblong cloth materials. And today I'm going to be using my words to tell you about my sounds. Okay. That, yeah. yeah. That. Okay. Now this here's a picture of me, and I'm there with the pic with the people. I like There's that one. Dave yeah. oh, and yeah. Alex uh-huh. and Cody yeah. and that Sean guy who's kind of a uh, nerd. What? Okay. No. Now there. Okay. Now here he yells out. Okay. You see, here at Decent Comics, that's the company we are that we manufacture and, and make your comics. Okay, we love to make funny book experiences that you can listen to with your eyes. Whether it's a dynamic action skirmish between Branch Man and Boredom. Oh, I just love how Dave Howlett has drawn Boredom fighting with his punches against Branch Man. Oh, Branchy, he can't take that. There's a sound noise there, too. Kathlam! Oh, that's a noise that I just read and my my eye brains just explode. Okay, now, here we go. Okay, or a chat about love problems between unregistered nurse and the Lambassador. And then here's unregistered nurse enjoying a, like a little bit of a cafe. And there's Lambassador and he's all upset and he's, he's saying, Because that's what, that's a lamb, a sad lamb noise. You get it? Okay, I turned a page here now. Okay, you with me still? That's page three. Oh, this is exciting. So here's me again looking awesome. Okay, now these situations may seem simple to you, dear reader, but have you ever stopped to think about what makes these momentous moments come alive? That's right. Sound noises. They're what lets your eyes hear all the excitements and dramas of every funny book. And there's, you see, there's pictures of what, there's the thram noise and the bap noise and the donk. That's a good noise also. Okay, so, oh, this, here we got a picture of Arrow Pharaoh. Like when Arrow Pharaoh propels a mystical shaft into the night sky. Whish. That's the effect there. Okay. Or when the ukulelean, a.k.a. ukulele E.T., plays his xenotone ukulele. And then the, his, his ukulelean, he's hanging on the corner just trying to make money because it's difficult when you're an alien artist. It's, uh, you, can't, you can't just pay your bills with your skills. You got to get those bills. So here he is. He goes, Ayuki Ling Ling Ling. Oh, yeah, there. Oh, here it is. Oh, and here he, and even when the living explosion eats too many artichokes, he makes a sound noise. And it's. That's a good one. I like that. Okay. So now we. We cut to page five, and you see there's a bunch of special characters here. They're just having a whole, they're making a whole chaos 
in the situation in this room, and it says, Quash! And then here I explained that I employ sound noises in every yarn I create. They're great for hubbubs, commotions, and pandemoniums, where you would hear sound effects like gong and bonkf. And, and they're invaluable when writing tales that involve fightings, yellings, or space attackings. And here's the effects. You got your two hobo characters, and they're yelling, arg, arg, and then oomph. And then here we got the alien in his nice little pod there. I like that there. That's another good pod. Uh, and he goes, frzzap, because that's a laser noise. This is a realistic laser noise that you might hear if an alien was in a pod trying to attack you. It'd go frizzap. All right, now here we go. But there's me again, and I'm saying, but where do they come from? I'm referring to sound noises, right? Simple. They're the sound noises in my brain. I hear them all the time. I do. Okay, so, okay, now where was I? Oh, yes, sound noises. Well, let me tell you a few of my favorites, okay? Oh, that last page was four. I said five, but I was, I was wrong. Sometimes your grandpa gets wrong, okay? Okay, so here we go. First noise, bleep, bloop. So you probably read Breep Root before. It's a popular effect for when robots or other electro beings use their bodies to do things like talk or call each other on their gizmos. So here's an example of Chip. He's the chocolate chip robot asking computer if he wants to go to the robo movies on his laptop. Oh, he's nice. And he's just typing away there on his on his laptop belly. And he's going Breep Root. Aw, that's a nice electro being. And then the next one here, yow. So yow is the sound noise that comes out of a person's mouth when they are simultaneously being shocked and feeling sudden jarring pain. The yai indicates surprise, and the ow means hurting. Yow! You can understand how that'd be an uncomfortable uh, expression that you would make. That's why I use it, and it's depicted accurately. Okay, now here, turn to page five. The real no, oh no, this is page six. This is what happens when Grandpa has a little bit of his tipsy sauce. Okay, uh, okay, finally, one of my all-time favorite sound noises, blarg. Now, blarg is perhaps best known as a greeting amongst muck and swamp-based creatures. You know, you find them around in your, like, murkier areas, like grasslands and swamplands and, like, foggy lands, okay? So here's two guys here, and they're just, they're just greeting each other. So they're, one guy's like, blarg, and the other guy here is like, blarg. Yeah, that's nice. It's polite. It's a good society of the muck creatures. Okay, now, but but it's also highly effective to use this sound noise when you need to communicate like a wild, drunken throw-up. Like that time Man of Stars had too many margaritas. Remember that issue? Oh, yeah. That was in Tales to a Vomit. I think issue four. Uh, okay, so here he is with his margaritas. Blarg. That I can't actually actually accurately represent that noise with my mouth because I feel like Man of Stars because being a man who has the proportionate abilities of stars, his barf noise would be different. But you get the idea. Okay, so blarg, and then that's uh, that's it. That's great. And then here I am here now. That's what I call music to my eye ears. Oh, now that's what a great supplement to an already fantastically decent comic. 
Uh, okay, well, that's, I know I rambled on too long. I, some of you probably skipped forward on your podcast radio machine. But for those of you that are still around, I love you. From me, Grandpa Funny Book, creator oh. of all your favorite special characters. We will never forget okay. you, Grandpa. Uh, bye. Okay, bye. Uh, Thank you. Yeah. Okay. No, yeah. oh, I go. I'm going. It's All cool. Right. I'm. Yeah. It's fine. I right. get no, it's it. Cool. Okay, Thank I you. got. You know, I'm gonna. You're. You're alright. There's a tournament of some event I'm gonna watch. Okay. Okay. Go. Go. Tournament. Good evening. <laughs> oh, thanks for sticking that one out. It was an experiment. I hope you enjoyed it. Thank you, as always, for being with us. 25 episodes. We've got many more coming very soon. I'm going to leave you with this jam from the New Coins mixtape featuring Timbuktu and Word Burglar. It's called Crazy Kids. I hope you enjoy it. And be good. We'll see you soon. All right. Peace. We be the brothers like Remus and Romulus before the split two peas in the party. It's us. It's not the found in the room. Get your meat lump straight down to the bone. Bone appetit. Skip past the rabbit food. We crash through like a pack of rabbit goons. We have the napkin too. And this is just something that we had to do. Tim and Bergie, the dirty Bert and Ernie, getting herbs so squirmy, they be squirting their gurneys. You heard me. Yeah, we born to rock. With coins blowing spots from the corner slot. Yeah, return to the sneaky neighbors. Writing raps down on a piece of paper. Over 30 napkin. Time for some action. Timmy's coming back, gonna be a bloodbath in. We out here, final frontier. Leaders of the pack without rhyming all year. When we up the nap, they be crying salt tears. But we don't get with that. We ain't even all here. It's those crazy kids. Blast off wearing baby spears. Now we out the napkin. Ships and sail without the captain. Crazy kids, last off with my baby's biz. Now we out the napkin, transmit sound from the mouth of men. Yeah, it's true, we do what we care to On the rise like Bride of Frankenstein's hairdo Not a birthday, but we take it at night Like, two rudes don't make it polite, right? Yo, that's nice, I don't care if you rap, dear I just wanna know what kind of craft beer they have here All these biters trying to nibble from a ramekin I don't need them, like nipples on a mannequin Shit is outlandish, kids, what's the damage? The main plan's addressing your damn manners Madness, smashing your man's guitar Hurry up and tell coins where the vinyls are Transform like a robot, dinosaur I'm a five-star general in times of war Advise my lieutenants that my mind is gone I'm exploding on the mic like a violent bomb Making suckers bowl split like a cold banana With more slamming words than Coke Cabana The golden standard Not old school, we post-grad And you're so sad, your favorite movie's Ghost Dad Quote that, just spell the name properly We're a burglar, I'm the one like monogamy Off the property, straight out the serviette Feel bad For anyone who hasn't heard us yet It's those crazy kids Blast off wearing baby's beers now we out the napkin, ships and sail without the captain. It's those crazy kids, last off with my baby's biz. Now we out the napkin, transmit out from the mouth of men. of the Modern Superior Media Network.